Thanks for tuning in to the Renew Life Church Lubbock podcast today. We hope this message encourages you as you allow God's word and his presence to change your life. Hey, welcome to church. My name is Keith. I'm the pastor here. So glad that you're here at Renew Life Church today. And uh, I'm just excited to uh, just to get to share just a little bit of uh, what's on my heart. Um, before we jump into some scripture today, well, first, before we do anything, look at your neighbor and say, you need Jesus. Now, say it to them like they've done something really bad this week. You need Jesus. <laughs> now that we're awake in here, hey, I have one quick kind of mini announcement. I know Natalie encouraged you guys to do this already. Um, but just as, as, as a pastor here and, and um, of Renew Life Church, I so desire for us to be a church that votes. And um, this is not anything about my message today, but I just want to encourage you Tuesday. It's Tuesday the day, right? Shake your head so I know I'm, I'm talking right. Okay, thank you. Um, if you haven't done the early voting, please get out and vote. And um, I, I told this to the church in Midland last week, but you know, as, as Christians, we have, many of you probably already know this, um, but it's not enough just to pray. It's not enough just to pray. We need to get out there and vote and pray. Someone say amen. 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 So I want to make sure all of us, if you are 18 and above, get out there and, uh, and vote. All right. Have, if you have your Bible, open up to Deuteronomy chapter 30. I'm going to be starting out in the Old Testament today. Deuteronomy chapter 30. Um, if you're wondering where it's at, it's after Genesis and before Revelations. Deuteronomy, pastor jokes. I'm going to have them all day. Y'all watch out. I'll get four people to laugh. It's awesome. Deuteronomy chapter 30, we're going to be in verses 19 and 20. Just to give you a little context of where um, this is coming from, the people that are receiving this message, this is a sermon from Moses to the people of Israel, um, right as they have, they have gotten done, they, they've just spent 40 years in the desert, and they are um, at the banks of the Jordan getting ready to cross over into the promised land. They're ready to inhabit the very promise that God has for them. And here's what he says in verse 19. He says, This day I call the heavens and the earth as witnesses against you, that I have set before you life, come on, say life, life and death, blessings and curses. Now choose life. Now choose life so that you and your children may live and that you may love the Lord your God, listen to his voice, and hold fast to him. For the Lord is your life, and he will give you many years in the land he swore to give you to your fathers Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I want to read it one more time. It says, This day I call the heavens and the earth as witnesses against you that I have set before you life and death, blessings and cursings. Now notice there's a choice here. He says, now choose life. Now choose life so that you and your children may live and that you may love the Lord your God, listen to his voice and hold fast to him. For the Lord is your life and he will give you many years in the land he swore to give to your fathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Today I want to title the message, Choose Life. Choose Life. Will you pray with me? Holy Spirit, we, um, we thank you that you're already here. Yeah, 
I ask you to lead and to guide us today, um, just to give us wisdom, your teaching, your words. We just lean into you, Holy Spirit. We lean into this teaching today by faith, and um, we just receive it. Yeah, Lord, we ask you to speak to us today in Jesus' name. If you agree, say amen. 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 Just to start off with a question for you today. Um, have you noticed that life can be a little draining at times? Um, maybe I should say it this way. Have you noticed that life can be a lot draining sometimes? This something about life, man. You just you get involved and you kind of do do all the things. Like you get busy. You have different seasons in your life. You you have all the kids to take to school. You have all the things to get done. Life can just be draining. Life can be a little bit hard. I remember um, that me and uh, not not too long ago, me and Natalie and our family, we kind of stepped into a busy season, and uh, it was you know sports ramped up church ramped up. We were doing, you know, at least three to four nights a week. We're doing something not in our home. We have figured out over the years, we're kind of homebodies. We like being at home. We like relaxing and, and, um, and then watching a lot of football. Someone said, amen. It's just like, we, we like to be at home, but we were just going kind of all over the place. I was overly tired. I was unmotivated. I was unmotivated to work out and just to do really what I knew I needed to do. And Finally, one day, I, I remember I asked myself this question, and I think, I think it was really the Lord was, was kind of in this question. I was just kind of walking around. This had been weeks at a time. I'd been irritated and frustrated with my kids, kind of had a short temper. I know I'm a pastor, but I had a short temper, and I was just not acting the way that I wanted to act, that I knew I was supposed to be acting. And finally, I was just like, I just remember asking the Lord or asking myself, I'm like, am I even happy? Anybody ever had that moment? What am I, am I even happy? That's how I did it. And, and on the inside, that's what I was doing. And I don't all the way think that's the best question to ask yourself sometimes because, you know, the kingdom of God isn't just about us being happy. <laughs> it's a part of it, but it's not all of it. I believe the Lord was just trying to use a phrase because he was speaking in this moment. And he was talking to me in this moment. And as I asked myself, am I even, am I, am I even happy? Really what he, began, uh, what he began to show me is, is I came to this conclu con conclusion. The way that I'm living right now and the, thing that, the, the way that I'm experiencing uh, life, this is not it. It just, this isn't it. This can't be right. This can't be all the way kingdom. This, can't, this, is not, this is not looking like heaven on earth. I'm not supposed to come home and not have any energy for my kids. I'm not supposed to live unmotivated. Uh, th th there's got to, be, got to be something more. But isn't this what happens to each of us? If you think about living your life, what do you do? You wake up every day, usually late. And then you, you rush to get ready. Then you rush to get the kids ready. And you're fixing breakfast and you're doing all the things. And guess what you do? Then you haul butt out of your house and you get in your car. You're already late. But what happens? You forget something. So you run back in and you grab the thing that you forgot. And then you're speeding all the way to drop the kids off. And then finally you get everybody done and you get to the office and you sit in front of your computer and you just stare. 
You get a little bit of work done. Then you go to lunch and you overeat. Then you go back to the office and do everything you can not to fall asleep. Am I talking to anybody or am I just describing my life sometimes? And, 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 you're, and you're, you're, then, you, then you get home and you got to do all the things. And the highlight of your day is, is, is for you to get to you and your wife or your spouse's favorite TV show. Come on, I know I'm talking to some of you now. And you sit down and you get to start watching your TV show and you just fall asleep halfway through. And then you wake up late the next day and we do it all over again. Now, don't you feel so encouraged this morning already, right? But this, this is... This is kind of our life sometimes. If we're not careful, we just kind of get in this routine and we kind of just do, do the next thing and do the next thing. And, and, and what I'm trying to say to you today is that's not it. You are created for way more than that. We were created for so much more than just living. We were created to be alive. I heard the Lord say this to me. He said, many people are living, but they're not alive. Not just people, but believers. Many of us were living, but we're not alive. Do you know there's a difference, right? Does anybody, is anybody here today? Um, I feel like nobody's here today. Y'all, are y'all with me? Is it just that good of a message you're just soaking it in? Just shake your head and make me feel good. All right, cool. All right, thank you. There's a difference between living and actually being alive. And you can tell because when you get around somebody that, that's alive, you feel it, don't you? Somebody who's passionate, somebody who's doing something that they love to do, that they're created to do. Can I just tell you this today? God created us for so much more than just to walk around letting life happen to us. Then it's to walk around and just let us live a life going through the motions. But I believe he wants us to be alive. Scripture says that we're alive in Christ. Scripture says the same spirit that raised Christ Jesus from the dead dwells in you. Let me say it this way. The same spirit that gave life to Jesus' dead body, the life giver dwells in you, which tells me that life is on the inside of us. There's life on the inside of us. And here's why this matters. It's number one, because God actually created you to be alive, because it's a lot more fun to live alive than to live dead. It's a lot more fun to live alive and to live passionate and have a little bit of spark about you and a little bit of fire about you. It's a lot more fun to live that way. Oh, but there's another reason. There's another reason he needs us to be alive because the world is not attracted to things that are dead. Unbelievers are not attracted to, to things that are dead. The world will not be attracted to a church that has no life. See, I actually believe that we have something to offer. I actually believe that you have something to offer. But Moses actually begins to teach us. We are created to be alive, but he begins to teach us that it's actually a choice. Deuteronomy chapter 30 again, look at what it says. He said he put before you this day, 
Come on, say this day. Do you know that every single day you have a choice for life? He said, this day I set before you life and death, blessings and curses. And here's, the, here's, here's Moses preaching a really good message. He says, now, now that you see your choice, you've got life and you've got death. I got a really good way for you. I got a, I got a good choice for you. Let me help you choose life. Choose life. Choose the things that make you come alive. Choose to be alive. And just in case we were wondering what that might be, he goes on to say, for the Lord is your life. Can I teach, teach for just a minute? He says to choose life, and then he goes on to say, the Lord is your life. And this may sound like a really simple statement, and it may sound just elementary, but, but, but I need you to grab a hold of this today. Anything and everything in the kingdom of God, anything and everything that you find in him, anything and everything that you find in Jesus, anything and everything that you read in scripture about the Holy Spirit are the very things that bring us life. If you feel drained today, there's an answer for you. His name is Jesus. If you need a little bit of life, if you need a little bit of spunk, if you need a little bit of passion, I got really, really good news for you today. It's called the gospel. It's called the good news for a reason. Jesus is your life. The Lord is life. His ways are life. Engaging in his kingdom is life. Sounds really, really simple again, but in order for us to be alive, we have to choose, we have to choose life. We have to choose things that are alive. Isn't it, how many of you believe that we serve a living God? Anybody believe he's still living? So God's alive. Jesus is alive. The Holy Spirit is alive. Happens to be a scripture that says the word is alive. I already told you about the Holy Spirit. He brings life. <clears throat> I, wanna, I want you to ask yourself this question today. Today really isn't about some deep revelation. It's more about you just engaging in what the Lord is saying in an impartation today. <clears throat> I want you to ask yourself, are you alive? Am I alive? Would you consider yourself today, right now in this moment, current reality, would you say, yeah, I'm alive? Or would you admit, I kind of feel drained. I kind of feel like I'm just living. Now, I want to give my one disclaimer today. <clears throat> Am I saying that we get to walk around um, just happy, go lucky, um, never experiencing trials and tribulations in this world? No, I'm not saying that. No, there actually be times where you're like, I'm doing all I can to just stay alive, much less be alive. Staying alive, all right, just staying alive. You're just like in a season of just, you know, you're grinding and you're going through a trial and you're going through a tribulation. I get that, I get that. And there are hard seasons. Newsflash though, there are seasons that aren't. There should be seasons in your life that aren't.
The kingdom of God is what? It says the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Joy is one-third of the kingdom. Come, Someone say amen. Joy, fun, happiness, joy in the Lord. It's actually a third. 33.33333% of the kingdom is joy. Another 33% is peace. That means 66% of the time, I was going to say 66.6, but that's a bad number. 60, 67% of the time. 67% of the time, you should either be at peace or be in joy. This is what's available in the kingdom. Like, like that we're alive. Man, I want to live alive. I don't know about you. I want to be alive in God. I want to walk around and people, when they, when they get in contact with me and they start talking to me and they get around me, what they, they feel one thing. They sense life. And life comes in many forms. Faith, power, rest, peace, joy, you name it. it but, but you get around, it's like, man, something about them. He's alive. She's alive. My man in the pink hat, you got to be alive this morning. Like that hat just says, I'm alive. I was watching the, uh, the Alabama LSU game last night. Anybody, anybody finish that? I'm going to go ahead and admit, I was writing the end of this message while I was watching that because I just needed some life. You know what I'm saying? And what happened in the game, it was just like, it, I was like the Lord. I just love how the Lord does this with me. Here I'm watching the game. Um, LSU goes down, scores, goes up by three with like a minute and a half left. Alabama drives the field, kicks a field goal, tie it up. They go into overtime. Alabama gets the ball, goes and scores, goes up by seven. LSU gets the ball. First play of the drive, quarterback breaks a tackle, scores, and then guess what? Guess what they do? They line up for two, baby. They're going for two. They're winning the game right then, and they go for two, catch the ball, get in the end zone, and, and just win the game, which makes my heart so happy because Alabama needs to know what it's like to have trials and tribulations. That's right, Tommy. You heard me. At big Alabama fan. <laughs> He's getting up. He said, roll tide. I, I saw you. I saw you. <laughs> and I was like, man, that, that right there is such a great repre representation of what it looks like to choose life. Because sometimes choosing life looks like you risking it. Sometimes choosing life looks like you going out and stepping out of the boat by faith, hoping that that water holds you up. And if you want, you can stay in the boat. But man, the boat can get boring. You cannot convince me that the other disciples weren't jealous of Peter. They may have gave him some crap for, falling, for starting to drown, but in real conversation, you got to know he kind of sat around the fire at a couple of nights and be like, yeah, but how many of y'all walked on water? <laughs> Life's attractive. Someone who's alive is attractive. I believe the Lord's doing something today. That's why me and, me and Blake didn't, I didn't, he didn't call me and say, what should I do for ministry time? And then I told him my message and then he kind of partnered with it. No, no, no. That's what the Lord showed him. 
And some of you creatives in here today, God's saying something to you. He's wanting to spark you again. He's wanting you to come alive, but it just isn't for the creatives. It's for every person in here. It's time for you to choose life. You know, Jesus said this to the woman at the well in John chapter 4. <clears throat> you know, they, they, had this, uh, they had this encounter, if you remember, and the woman was like, you know, um, Jesus asked the woman for water. The woman begins to just have this conversation with, with, with Jesus. And Jesus said, if you knew who I was, if you knew who I am, if you knew who I was, you'd ask me. You'd ask me for a drink. And he goes on in verse 13, John chapter 4, verse 13, and look at what he says. Anyone who drinks this water will soon become thirsty again. Talking about just the water we drink today. Real water, tangible water. But look at verse 14. But those who drink the water I give will never be thirsty again. It becomes a fresh, bubbling spring within them, giving them eternal life. Notice what Jesus brings. Jesus brings a living water. He brings a fresh, bubbling spring. Let's just use his example. You can, you can take, you can take a, a sip of water and it will sustain you for some time. And, but Jesus says when you take a sip of his water, it becomes this spring that lives on the inside of you. And it's this fresh, bubbling spring that you can draw into and draw out of and, and, and lean into. It's there available 24-7. How many know the Holy Spirit doesn't leave you? He's there. God's near. He's there. And in him is the very life that we need. In other words, Jesus is the only one who fulfills. He's the one who satisfies. Oh man, when you are drained, he's the one who gives you life. He just gives you life. And you can just lean into him and you can drink. He's available to you today. Come on, I said he's available to you today. It's not, we need to stop living. Let's just stop existing. That's a good word for it. Sometimes we just exist. Man, I want so bad for you, I want you to feel alive. You know, there's a lot more... Uh, there's a lot more that's Jesus than you think. There's a lot more that's Jesus than you think. See, the Lord's your life. He's the one who makes you come alive. And did you know that, that there's more things than just worship, more things than just the word, more things than just the teaching, more things than just the body of Christ that he put in our life to make us come alive? way more. You know, you know one thing that makes, makes us come alive? Just sitting around a campfire. Just having a nice meal with the people that you love. Just getting all fat and nasty on turkey and stuffing and all the stuff that's coming our way in 20 days. 
Like there's more, you, you, I, want, I want you to understand, you gotta open up your mind to what is life. He said, everything that pertains to life and godliness has been given to us. Some of us just need to come alive. Remember I asked our staff this about three or four weeks ago. We were about to get into a long two or three hour meeting, planning out the vision for 2023 and getting some things in order. Said, hey, before we, we get into this today, um, the Lord's been talking to me about this. I just wanna go around, I wanna ask you, what makes you come alive? What makes you come alive? <clears throat> and the staff is gonna, have, is gonna help me preach this message today. I'm just gonna have to tell on them a little bit. They all just looked at me like, I don't know. For many of them, it was hard to come up with something. For those of you who are grown-ups in here, which is all of you, for those of you who have, who have kids, man, it just kind of happens to us, doesn't it? We just, we just get going and we do all the things that we think we're supposed to do and yeah, 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 we love our kids and we love our life and we, but like, when's the last time you did something that made you come alive? Can I show you a vision that the Lord gave you? This, you know, Natalie was a, she was a baller. She still is. But in college, she played college basketball at, at West Texas A&M. Great athlete, great player. We were at Bethel this week. And she had a vision during worship where the Lord was sitting across the table from her. And you know what he did? He just rolled a basketball across the table to her. That's what she saw. I don't know what that is for you. Would you just close your eyes? In fact, I wanna invite you to stand. Why don't you just stand with me? If you just close your eyes, open your hands, let's just spend a moment with the Lord. see yourself sit, seated at a table and God the Father is just sitting across the table from you. He's just sitting across the table. This is about to happen. Get ready. He's about to roll something over to you. He's about to pass something over to you. That very thing is the thing that will make you come alive. see something already, raise your hand. Okay, about half of you. Put your hands down. Let's just stay right here. God, I'm asking you right now, just for a moment with your people, would you begin to show them what makes them come alive?
there God is sitting right across the table from you. He's got a smile on his face. <laughs> He's happy. He's enjoying just being with you right now. He wants to give you something. Just by faith, say, I receive it. look up here for a moment as we were flying back from Reading this weekend we um, got to Phoenix and we had an hour to go and get dinner and we were sitting there and we were sitting there having dinner this person came and sat next to us I didn't talk to him the whole time um, but I, I really felt I just wanted to buy their dinner just wanted to buy their dinner I didn't know him there was this woman and I, uh, I looked at the, the, the waitress and I was trying to be sneaky and I was like, put hers on mine, put hers on mine. And she was kind of like, okay, okay, okay. Kind of looking at me weird. And then as I was sitting there, I began to kind of notice, I, I'm not trying to be crude or rude or anything, but as I was sitting next to this, this woman, I actually think that she was a man. I actually think it was a transgender woman. I began to notice it. And I felt like the Lord said, will you still do it? Will you still do it? I said, absolutely. And I bought her dinner and I bought, and then I, and then I felt like I was supposed to write something on the receipt to the waitress. And I looked at Natalie, it was like, I'm trying to go, but I, I'm, supposed to, I'm, I'm supposed to write something. She's like, I was just thinking about writing something too. And so I just wrote a little prophetic word for her, told her how amazing she was, that God loved her. She didn't have to be anybody else. And then I slid it over and we just, we just got out of there before she could, she could find us. You know what happened in that moment? I came alive. Life just went whew. The Lord is my life. The Lord's your life. His kingdom is your life. You want to you become alive? You want to be alive on the, inside, on the inside? Ask him to use you. Sometimes it takes you risking it and stepping out by faith. And you go pray for somebody and you'll, you'll, you'll become alive. You go love on somebody, you'll, you'll, you'll come alive. You be generous and you, you go to lunch today and you, you do that sneak by, you just buy their lunch and you walk out, there will be something that comes on, the, on on the inside of you, a light switch. You'll just come alive, come alive, come alive. You minister to somebody, you smile at somebody. Like, come on church, I'm saying we need to come alive again. Let's come alive. Let's be, let's be believers who, who are just alive. Thanks again for listening today. If you'd like to join us in person for church, Renew Life meets every Sunday morning at the YWCA at 6501 University Avenue in Lubbock, Texas. For more information on our ministry, check out renewlifechurch.com or find us on social media. We hope to see you soon.